Welcome back to the Cooper Now podcast, uh, our latest episode, and we're very delighted to have joining us um, Andy Jones. And Andy Jones uh, is involved in a charity that's doing some work across Cooper's catchment and uh, the district. So um, we've invited him on to, to, to have a conversation and to tell us a little bit more about the charity and, and the work that he's doing. So Andy, welcome to the Cooper Now podcast. Hi, Simon. Hi, everyone. Hi, I'm Andy. I'm one of the trustees of Heats and Hertz. Um, just now we're doing charity work across the Higher Fife, although we're not exclusive to that area, but we had to start somewhere. Um, I retired last April after 37 years in the public sector. Uh, the last couple of decades I was working within policing from a project management and all change background. And I was fortunate to be involved in a number of projects, including Police Scotland. Uh, staff pay and reward modernisation and also the remodeling the safety camera unit. Um, I got involved in this because I was invited by the chair and a founding member. I also grew up in North East Fife. I know the challenges that rural communities face. I know that over the last couple of decades, a lot of towns and villages have lost amenities. Um, that's been magnified significantly. Uh, due to COVID, uh, and because of that, I'm afraid to say there is social isolation in a lot of areas. And so that's that's we'll come we'll come back to some of the stuff that the charity is actually looking to do because the charity was formed last year, Andy. That's right, wasn't it? It was set up last year. Um, it, you, you you talked about yourself, the chair, and one of the founding trustees. So it's how many trustees have you got in 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 the, in the charity, Andy? Just chat us through that. Yeah, we've currently got six, and uh, we were inaugurated um, way back in July 2021. So we've got Ian Harrower just now. Um, he's our chair, and he's organised a lot of national events. Uh, we have a treasurer, Catherine, who is a chartered accountant of note. Um, we've got Jill who works in community planning with Fife Council, dealing with wellbeing. Um, we have Leslie. Leslie is actually a project manager within planning, uh, albeit in Edinburgh, um, but, but knows this area well. Um, and Jenny, she's actually an artist, but also chair of the Open Studios in Fife. Yeah, a lot of people will know that organisation in, in in our neck of the woods. That That's, it's a, it's a you know, great, board of trustees with a lot of different experience behind it across different sectors but over and above that I know that um, from the conversations we've had Andy you've also got a an advisory panel that's helping you to sort of shape yeah. and steer some of the, the charity's work. Yeah co comprehensive advisory board um, people who are experts within the fields of uh, you know well-being uh, mental health uh, one of them um, is Professor Karen McCardo, who wrote the McCardo Report on Social Exclusion. Um, and that was one of the catalysts for this charity as well. Yeah, and you have sort of, you know, clinical service services people, you've got artists, you've got all kinds of people, as I said, helping to steer the ship, so to speak, um, in, in terms of the work that you're doing. <clears throat> now, you, you, meant, you mentioned um, the project um, inspiring, it's, it's inspiring creative spaces. That's the, that's the the key key aim of what um, what the charity is looking to do, and it's across the Howard Fife. Now, I've got a, some of the notes that you shared with me ahead of this to talk about um, the places. 
Um, I, um, I know because with the work we're doing in Cooper, I know the Howard Five, but for people listening to this, maybe you can just explain a little bit more about the Howard Five and the villages at the moment that, that the charity is covering. Okay, so, so the Howard Five, that's um, the agricultural area, sort of the, the flat plain and Fife, so it's all the villages from Pitlessie, Fruchy, Falkland, Strathmiglo, Ochtermachty, Letham, Kalesi, um, Ladybank, who don't have a village hall, but they've got off the rails art project in there. And please forgive me if I've missed it. Oh, I knew the Falkland. Uh, please forgive me if I've missed any of them out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You know, mark you on that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also, as I alluded to earlier, not exclusive to the Howard Fife, and I'm due to go to Community Council, which is uh, Goldray Balmarino, yeah. with Khomeini Community Council, because they're doing sort of a similar project, and we're going to see how we can assist. And again, we're not there to parachute and do our bit and go away, and we're not there to change, interfere, nothing like that. We're there to sort of try and assist. We're trying to work together. We're trying to link the 14 village halls. I mean, I spoke to somebody last week that wasn't aware of what was happening in their own locality. Um, and it would be good if everybody without the higher, throughout the higher five and even throughout the sort of Cooper locale knew what was happening in each of these creative spaces. Yeah, it's really, really um spot on Andy because I know again you were involved in a zoom call last night with some of the community groups in in Cooper and a lot of those community groups increasingly are working across um the, the town's district um that town that town's district which obviously covers the how you know most of the area that we're engaged with through Cooper now is is the Bell Baxter catchment and that runs all across, well, it's the whole how, but as you said, it's up to Gaudry and up to the Tay Coast and around um, around out towards, you know, to, out towards St Andrews as well. So it's a big, big rural chunk of northeast Fife and lots and lots of villages in that. I know with, um, with the work that we've done with Cooper, there's some 60 villages, I think, that are actually in Cooper's catchment area. So it's a, a, a large number of people living in a in a in a big rural area. And as, as you touched on at the beginning, lots of those villages will have been significantly impacted um, through changes that have happened economically and all, all kinds of things that have happened over the last uh, few years, but especially so and magnified by the last two years of what's happened through COVID. Yeah, magnified because of COVID, Simon. Also, when I, I'm, I'm 57 on Friday, uh, I remember the house in days when used to have a, a village youth club in Letham. That fell away because obviously people retired. There was also a lack of interest by, dare I say, some of the youth. It's a different society now. People, you know, I've got lifestyles that are different. They, they can link up uh, via WhatsApp, via video gaming, via social media. They don't have to go to a village hall uh, to see their friends. Um, there's a lot of you know, a lot other things that have fallen away. Um, for various reasons, some economic, some just the way society changes. Um, Netflix, has, Netflix has a lot to answer for. What I'll say is, other other brands are available. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a very changed world. It's a very changed world. But the, on the on the very big positive side is the is the work that the charity is looking to do um, is all around collaboration and engagement, and that's you know some of the stuff that we were talking about 
actually on, on the call last night is about exactly that. It's different groups coming together to collaborate to make sure that this, you know, the, the, the benefits are then, you know, ripples in the water that go out across the rural area. It's not just things that are happening in, in, in the town or in the villages, it's all, all the way out um, through everybody. So those, those projects that you're looking to run through the, through the trustees, through the through the advisory panels that, that people have come up with, and then that you're going to be working with all the different communities on. Do you want to? I know there's there's three that you've got set up already, or three that you're working on that are 2022 and and onwards. But do you want to chat through each of those so that so that our listeners get to know a little yeah, bit more? Absolutely. Um, one of the first ones that will be uh, running is a community art workshop. So across a number of the 14 village halls. Um, so what we've done, we did a call out to, to artists because um, we got funding from the University of St Andrews Community Fund and we're going to hold two to three hour workshops in each of these halls over April and May. Um, I think with about 22 artists uh, made an approach to us via sort of like a, a, a bid uh, basis. And we've got that down to 10. Um, and, it, and it varies from creative writing to art to crafts to drama. I don't think we got any music in there. However, that, that happens in some of the halls anyway. Um, so we're, we're running them. So we're trying to attract teens upwards to these. Um, and it will be one of these where it will be a, a donation to come along. Um, and if somebody gets a new hobby out of this, job done. Even better still, if somebody takes up creative writing uh, and gets a career out of it, even better. But the whole thing's just link people together, get into these creative spaces, um, and 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 learn something new. And as 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 we said, it's about that insp inspiring creative spaces. It's about trying to inspire people to do different things, to try something new, to try something else, or even just to actually use the village hall for the first time that they may never have used it yeah. before. And we are, we are able to pay, because we got the funding from the University of St Andrews, we are able to pay for artists' time. Yeah. Um, so maybe more opportunity than there would have been. Um, plus, we're coordinating it as well. Yeah. Um, so there's a bit of access to opportunity there. So And, and hopefully this is something that will run and run. Um, we'll have our inaugural one, and then obviously we'll have to evaluate it. And if we get more funding, something will run again. And those are obviously going, those workshops, as I said, are obviously going to be held in different village halls. The second, the second project, which is called My Village Hall, um, do you want to explain a little bit about that? It sounds a, yeah. it sounds a, it sounds an interesting one. Yeah, we got Scottish government funding for this, so it's a, it's a yearly story. So, My Village Hall, we're doing a short film and a podcast, and we've got students from the Edinburgh Film School, and we've also got a producer. So this weekend because the clock's ticking funding-wise to get them. We need to get done this financial year. This weekend, we're out filming throughout the Howe of Fife at a number of village halls. So we've got an art club. We've got African drummers in Dunshelp. Um, we have the, the Fruhi Book Exchange. We have Letham Nights. We have Ochtermachti Theatre Company. Um, we've got Andrea, who works with library service as a local historian. Um, we're going to speak to some hall keepers. 
what are the challenges of COVID that these clubs have faced? What, how were the halls run? Uh, you know, try to celebrate basically village halls, try to speak to the groups uh, and, and, and showcase what's happening in there and, and link it together. And once we've got a production, we'll then look at dynamic ways, including via your, your own Cooper now uh, of hearing that. Yeah, and I, I just I was just thinking there, you know, down, down the line, are we going to see my village hall on Netflix, Andy? That's the... well, I don't know if we'll see on Netflix because I want to encourage people uh, to leave the, the, the comfort of their own sofa. And actually... yeah, but if they if they want to sponsor it, then we'll uh, we'll certainly we'll certainly put them in your direction. Absolutely, but I think it would be more refreshing if we could get folks to go out and about. You know, yeah. what, what we can sort of maybe showcase what's happening in the halls. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll be good to also, you know, look at, there's another thing that we'll look at via community radio, which we'll come on to next, which was actually personally brought to my attention by a, a hall committee member. Funding for village halls is completely different in Scotland to, to the way it's done in England and Wales. Mm -hmm. And that's maybe because of parish councils, I don't know. And the majority of these halls in the How were all gifted, you know, so a lot of them are memorial halls from the First World War. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of the families that gifted these are no, I, are, one, are no longer there, or two, no longer have the funds. So they've got to be self-sufficient, self-financing. There are a couple of them that are still run by Fife Council. Um, but you've got to take your hat off to the whole committees and the trusts that are running these halls, yeah. Um, because these are these are old buildings and and they're, and they're keeping them, you know, up and running. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to tip my hat to our. Um, I stay in Balmolo, and I'm going to tip my hat to our uh, to to the guys that look after our our village hall, which isn't an old hall. It's a it's a relatively new hall compared with um, many that are, you, you you guys are working with, but. As a as a community facility, it's extremely well used, and even uh, even on uh, on today, they've, um, they've the, a whole lot of volunteers have set up, and they run a, a weekly community cafe, and it brings in great numbers of people from the village and around to to come in and meet and socialise and have a blather and a chat over a cuppa and a biscuit or whatever it might be, and it's those kinds of things. It's to get people out and using their village facilities. Um, because otherwise those village facilities won't be there and um, it's really really important to get people out meeting face to face you know that's something that's been for all the reasons that have been there for the last two years it's it's something that's seriously impacted on everybody but that's had a very big impact then on um, isolation on mental health on people being frightened to go out um, bit by bit week by week month by month um, you know we're, we're you know we can see that changing in the work that we're doing but also just at a local level, it's great to see people back out using community facilities again. And, and they, and they, you know, the projects that you're working on will only accentuate that and really help that to, to happen and make more people more aware of all of the facilities that are right on their doorstep. Yeah, and those two years, Simon, they've had a significant financial impact on a lot of these small halls who, just what you alluded to, the, the Bomalo model, where they were having their, you know, their coffee morning, their cafe, They'd be getting a, a bit of revenue from that. Yeah. That revenue stream will have dried up over the last couple of years. Um, and, and, and the halls don't, they don't heat and light themselves. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they certainly don't. Now, in terms of in terms of making people aware 
and the, so the, the, the first two projects are if you if you if you I mean the third project's a, a doing project as well but the first the first two projects with the workshops and then with the my village hall project is all very much about um gathering information and sharing that information but the, the way the third project is really about how you're going to be able to share that information with with the, with an audience across the how um and that's through a community radio project yes so Haver FM so we chose the name. It's a great name. Trusted, yeah, after, after a bit of debate. So Teva, 500 miles, the claimers, the claimers of Termachte. Um, so Haver FM, so there was a, a bit of debate about that. So Haver and the How, um, and basically uh, what it is, it's a community radio station. Um, we'll be broadcasting for two weeks. We've had to jump through hoops to get the proper license. Uh, we're very, very lucky to have somebody from the University of Sunderland, a local lad called Liam, who um, has basically got a diploma in broadcasting. So he's a broadcasting and compliance manager uh, with emphasis on compliance because one word at a place and they'll just pull the plug on us. Um, we've chosen uh, the Jubilee Hall up in Coltenburn Kirk for two reasons. One, it's built like a cottage. It's not one of these traditional high ceiling, high window walls like you see in a, a lot of villages and towns. Um, and it's got very good acoustics, but also more importantly, it's, the altitude's high. Um, it's got a vista right across the house. It's also got a garden, so we can broadcast from there uh, in the summer months. And the lead up to this, and, and we'll advertise this on social media, uh, including we'll capitalise on our uh, relationship with Cooper now and uh, with the help for Simon, we'll be putting out dates for workshops that we're running. So we're going to actually run workshops on broadcasting. Brilliant. Um, Liam will hold them, but he's also going to be assisted by two lecturers from Fife College. Um, so that's really that's really that's really good, really exciting. And I know that you're looking for you're actively recruiting volunteers, aren't you? Yeah, we're actively recruiting volunteers and we've got a lot of volunteers already who come and broadcast. We've got people like Bruce Davis, who does a, a, you know, he's, he's known throughout Fife for singing, etc. Um, and we've got other people that are approaching, but we want volunteers that will actually go out and do, you know, podcasts, etc. for us, mm -hmm. go out and do a bit of interviewing. So we're in the middle of recruiting them just now and they'll be recruited via these workshops. Um, because we've actually got a couple of recorders um, that we can use, but we're going to have live music. We've got uh, various people putting their hat in the ring to, to take part. And um, we'll be running each morning from, you know, nine in the morning till 10 at night uh, throughout those two weeks. So we have a fair bit of content to get together yeah. uh, and a fair bit of airspace to fill. And when's that looking to launch? The workshops, we've still to talk until that, Simon, but we'll mm -hmm. probably start them at the end of this month and in mm -hmm. April um, because we're in the, the throes just now. We've got all the equipment, um, but we're waiting on um, our internet being put into the hall um, and one or two other things before we've actually got the walk with all to, to start doing our broadcasting tutorials because we, we, we need to have the equipment fully working before we can do that 
um, but we'll advertise the dates and times. Uh, okay. Well, when 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 you when you're ready and when it's when it's when it's sorted, it'd be great. We, you know, it'd be lovely for us to pop out and uh, meet meet uh, meet folk there, and um, and then we can do a, a little follow up piece uh, that we can tell we can tell our audience about as well. No, I mean those those three projects. You know, the art workshops, the Mile Village Village Hall, the short film that's being that's being recorded to sort of capture stories as as you said it's the year of stories and year of stories is featuring some of the work that we're doing as well it's just capturing what you know people's thoughts and ideas whether they're past present or future on things that are going on and uh, there'll be a wealth of stories that people have to share from from my village hall you mentioned Letham um my my kids quite a few years ago now used to go to the outdoor nursery at Letham and the village hall there was uh was somewhere that we used to go for the bunny hops at Easter and all kinds of other other events and so on and so forth. So, you know, these 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 facilities are fantastic facilities for the villagers across the how and around. And um, it's great that this this the, the charity that you're involved in with with your fellow trustees is is doing the work that's really going to highlight the opportunity for these facilities if you like to get a a second lease of life. And I, absolutely. I, and I think so. One of the other one of the other things, Andy, from the from the last two years. You know, and we've seen it with with a lot of the work in Cooper. And I think, you know, there's probably not many benefits from the last two years. But I think the one benefit from from the last uh, last couple of years of everybody's um, life of lockdowns and restrictions and all the problems that we've been through is it has made people look at things at a more local level and it has made people realize what's right on their doorstep. Um, and uh, I think the the work that your charity is going to be doing will only will only help to shine that light a little bit brighter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that that's you know obviously you know we're, we're looking to inspire people. Um, we're looking to use these creative spaces, um, and 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 localism. Yeah, localism is key. But also, you know, we want people to travel to other villages. You know, somebody yeah. maybe living in Dunshelt just now doesn't necessarily know what's happening in Fruhey. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not, we're not going to be the panacea. That would be, that'd be arrogant to say that. But it's just if we've got a way of linking, and that's part of the, the ethos of the film we're doing, to showcase what's going on. Um, and in terms of the year of stories, there'll be people living in these villages that maybe don't use their village hall just now. They maybe don't go out and about. They don't mix with a lot of people because maybe they're, they're older. They've maybe lost some of their peer group. They're maybe frightened to go out hopefully we can reach out to them and get some of the stories about you know for example just to use one place i remember when stuff miglo had a number of shops and a bakers etc and a number of pubs and now there's one pub one shop and that's you know that's replicated across the how there's some places like Selethem, I, i'm old enough to remember a shop there it's not had a shop for probably 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Although people will remember things like that, they'll remember Kalesi in its heyday. Um, it will just be be interesting, you know, interesting to tell a story. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Certainly, the stories that we're gathering under Cooper's year year stories, you know, they're really fascinating. Different stories, whether it's local families who've got connections of with uh, with uh, you know people that fell during the Great War, or it's people that grew up in Cooper and travelled off around the world, whatever it might be, there's there's different stories that are coming to the fore that we're we're sharing and publishing as well as all as part of that programme. Uh, the, the three projects that you're working on are very much of the here and now. What's, what's and I'm not one, wanting to sort of get ahead of ourselves here, but what's the charity's 
thinking beyond 2022 where, where, where do you where do you see things going 2023 and beyond as far as um as far as the charity is concerned it'll, it'll be a case of evaluating the success or otherwise of these projects uh, it'll be a case of you know engaging with communities what the communities want and and seeing what we can do to assist so there'll be there'll be other projects on the back of these and there's a good chance that some of these projects will be you know, replicated in future years. I could see that the, the art workshops, I could see them going on and on. Yeah. Um, we won't necessarily, you know, replicate the My Village Hall film again, but there might be something else that we do, but we'll be just looking for anything that can, you know, can inspire people um, and, and promote inclusion. Yeah. And we'll, we'll reach out to communities for that. And, and going forward, um, if, we, if we get funding, We'll probably end up employing an engagement officer. Yeah. Um, so we'll be there to coordinate, facilitate, assess. That's yeah. what we're doing going forward. No, that's that's all. That's all really good. And as as far as um, you know, I'm a, you know, Cooper Development Trust put us in touch with you. You were part of their call last night regarding the the forum of groups that have come together to to talk about events and things happening in the in the town this year lots of these things happen because people just come together and they, they'll share an idea or they'll share, well, why don't we try this? Or why don't we try that? If someone's listening to this podcast and thinks, well, actually maybe the charity would be interested in such and such a project, or maybe the charity would be interested in such and such an idea for 2023 or beyond. Um, how do they get in touch with, uh, how do they get in touch with you and the charity? Where, where's the best place? I know, I know um you're on facebook uh you've got a couple of hundred followers so far on uh, on facebook but um is that is that the best way for people to, to get in touch with you there's various ways drop us a, a message on facebook our website will soon be up and running um but the the guy who's the driving force in terms of creativity is is ian our chair drop ian an email uh, it's ian at heedsandherts.com so it's h E-I-D-S and then and and then H-E-R-T-S, Heeds and Hertz. Um and, and, and we'll certainly we're we're open to to having discussions and, and, and my kind of role just now is one of the trustees is going around community councils and, and, and doing a bit of engagement. No, that's so really that's good. We'll, and we'll we'll certainly keep um, we've already published a couple of little pieces on our blog. One about the um, the my village hall project, and one about the, the Haver FM. Um, we'll be we'll be keeping an eye and updating things via via our channels and working working to support the charity as well and the ongoing. So if people are uh, keeping an eye on our channels, they'll 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 see updates from you as well because we'll be sharing them through that as well. Um, Andy, it's a it's a it's a pleasure to catch up. I really appreciate you spending time with us and and becoming the next victim of our uh, of our podcast. Um, look forward to the next one but um thank you very much for joining us and um if, if there's a final word from you over to you yeah no thank you thank you very much to cooper now uh for letting us uh, showcase our charity um via your podcast great until the next time everybody we'll see you soon take care